15 minutes of gold. We are back. It has been a bit. And I am joined today by the one and only Michaela McLean. Michaela, how are we doing? Hey, everybody. I'm doing good. Taylor, how are you? You know, I've been I've been worse. And I've been better. It's usually most days, yeah. 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 Isn't that every day? You know? Right. Every day. Um. <laughs> so, that's so sad. No, I don't even know what I mean these days are my best day. <laughs> you know... One of my good friends, Danny Goki, says my best Danny days. Goki. My best days are ahead of me. That's Danny Goki, right? Uh, I my don't know. I'm not a big Danny Goki My days are ahead of me. I don't even know what song you're singing. I don't know. Just think back to a time when Danny Goki was like the soldier of Christians everywhere. Like seeing Danny Goki go on American Idol, knowing he led worship, you really just thought he was about to start a revolution. Well, he's still. He was going to change Simon Cowell's heart. That's what we thought. Well, he still does. He still does do Christian music. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, I've literally I don't heard listen. not one peep about him. Yeah. He, I, saw I don't one... listen to 105.3, <laughs> so that's how I didn't hear it. Then again, I don't listen to any radio at all, so <laughs> I just know he does because I've seen it somewhere. Every once in a while, if my phone's dead, I might turn on the radio in the car, and I just turn it off. I can't do it. I just, I'll listen, and then I just have to turn it off. I'd rather listen to... You know, I will play music from straight from my phone, just with my phone's speaker. Absolutely. Rather than listening to the radio. I can't. I can't do it. What I love, I'll shout out to Emma Daggs on here if she hears this. Um, she doesn't have any Bluetooth or anything like that in her car, so she just keeps a Bluetooth speaker on her dashboard <laughs> and plays music from See, a Bluetooth speaker in the at, car. At that like, point... That is commitment to no radio. See, I would just say, Emma, if... I'm talking to you right now, just you. Everyone else can tune it out. Emma, save up 10 bucks per week. <laughs> After a couple months, go to Best Buy and have them install Best a new... Best Buy? Yeah. Okay, someone saying Best Buy in 2020 is like <laughs> saying... But they like, still do car stereo installations, cassette, right? You know? Let's I don't go know. To Best I, buy don't, I haven't been to a Best Buy in 10 years. Maybe go to Pete's Coffee afterwards, get some bubble tea, <laughs> you know? Taylor hates on everyone for get, get getting boba now because they used to call it bubble tea yeah, and it wasn't tea. cool. Yeah. And I was into bubble tea before it was cool. Boba even though three I, times a week. I hated bubble tea before it was cool. Because I've always hated but do you it. I think still it's hate disgusting. it now that it is cool? No, I hate it. I think they're just disgusting. Well I you think drink just the tea with nothing in the bottom? Yeah, the tea, but it's like if I'm gonna drink tea or I'm gonna drink a, a glass of orange juice <laughs> or coffee or LaCroix or soda, or water, or milk, or it. almond milk, or a, a frappuccino, uh, let me list a hundred other drinks that I'd rather drink than uh, <laughs> tea know, with I, I or think, without bubbles I think in we'll, it. At the next time that we meet together as UD, we should have a boba bar. What do you guys think? Let us know. And Taylor boba doesn't bar. have to have any. We will get him a frappuccino, a glass of orange juice, a glass oh, of almond you know, milk I'm going to be gone that night. <laughs> Speaking of meeting again... Uh, we got a big announcement that maybe we'll announce during the announcement. Podcast. Five minutes. Yeah. Uh, no, about ten minutes because yeah, okay. this is fifteen cool. minutes of gold. Speaking of gold, what we're going to do today is we are going to do a Q and A. Me versus against. No, it's not against. It's not, yeah. Me and Michaela. It's so I'm going like to. There's wrong answers to the questions. I'm, you're going to ask me a question, and I'm going to ask you a question. And rapid fire. We don't know the questions. Top of our heads, and we're just going to go for it. See yeah. what happens. Ready? We used to call this game hot seat. The hot seat. The Let's hot bring seat. it back. Hot and seat. Then, I like it. But, you know. I'm down for that. Y- usually you're like 15 and you just ask who they have a crush on 10 times. And that's all the hot seat is. 
You know who and I had. No a, one does anything about it because you go to uninvited. Who did you have a Who did you have a crush on in seventh grade? Um, Christy Carlson that. Romano. That was actually seventh in ninth grade. grade. I was in Miss Double's homeroom class to Homer Middle School, and I had a crush on probably JTT. Honestly, I don't even remember anyone from seventh grade. Shia LaBeouf. Probably Shia LaBeouf, just because Shia LaBeouf. Um, but I'll go maybe Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. Maybe a Jonas Brother at the time. Mm. Which awesome. bro? Which Joe bro? Uh, a Joe. Joe three for bro. Sure. Joe, absolutely. Joe Jonas. You know, every every teenage girl you have to pick. You know, are you a Joe girl? Are you a Nick girl? There's a few Kevin girls. Mm. Um, underrated Jonas, but it's... yeah, I was I was into even Stevens. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was what got Shia LaBeouf onto the scene. Shia LaBeouf did and, age well. And, uh, but Ren Stevens did not, or Christy Carlson and Romano. She, didn't age well. she did not, no. She, she is. No one listening to this doesn't seem like a very. Watch, have watched even Stevens. Yeah, so, um, but it didn't work out with me and her, so. What about Beans? Beans, dude. All I remember is, yeah, his love for bacon. And he would hold bacon, just, he would squeeze it in his <laughs> fist like my son Jude, only my son is too. No, that's what Cameron and it would, does. It Cameron would freak me out. Bacon. He eats cold bacon out of my fridge oh, every time he sick. comes over. Doesn't he just comes right to the fridge, opens it up, takes it out, just starts chewing on it? It's like what the heck, dude? I'm calling him Beans next time he does it. Beans. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got the first question. Let's go. Okay. Uh, first question is: Give me like a okay. What is one of the dumbest youth leader? moves of all time like give me a story dumbest youth leader move of all time you don't have to dumbest say who it is youth you don't leader want move. to shade them too much but just stupid maybe funny you know big funny moment big funny moment dumbest youth leader move um oh man there are so many uh, many i can't <laughs> there are some that i cannot mention um because it would not be appropriate for this podcast however i will say one a couple years ago when there were guys, this was a young guy at, whose name I won't say. Um, it rhymes with sliver. And, um, and at like three in the morning, they duct taped air horns. Uh, you know, those ones that basically they're going to they're gonna ring until they run out of juice. And goes into the other camp, which RIP camp, uh, goes into the other camp and throws it into the woods. <laughs> wakes up the entire camp and they can't find the source of these air horns because they're coming from every direction. So I get woken up at three in the morning with my child crying and the camp director driving around the camp looking for the source of this noise. All the while, um, there was another youth leader with a bunch of students who were ringing the dinner bell at the other campsite. And so it's like undivided, the source of of hell for every other, yeah, hashtag utter chaos. We're not going to go into it, but it was an amazing (laughs) memory now that we are out of it. It was the worst. All right, I got one for you. Okay. What What's the most mind-blowing, biggest, craziest, uniquest, uh, coolest, uh, whether it's social media, whatever, trend of COVID land? Oh my gosh, there's so many. Um, okay, one right now that I just can't handle, I tried to explain this yesterday to people, is the cake thing, like everything is cake. <laughs> explain it to the listeners who aren't <laughs> as relevant as me. No, they're, they're I don't know more relevant than me, so they probably have known it longer. Like on TikTok or Instagram or whatever, like people are just cutting into all kinds of things. Like, oh, why is there this random video I'm about to watch of like a very sharp knife on a cutting board cutting open like, you know, a rock. And it's not a rock. It's a piece of cake. 
and we're all in a simulation and we're all cake. And Harker sent me one yesterday of a pickle, <laughs> a pickle that was cut open and it was actually cake. And I just said, send it to Taylor. That's disgusting. <laughs> Speaking of Naharka, we were talking to her yesterday because she can't, uh, all those memes with uh, which one are you, which... Oh, I mean, it's yeah. which, which Kardashian frog are you? Which frog are you? Which Harry Styles and are you? And Naharika has none of them, because <laughs> who do you know named Naharika? I know one, and it's Naharika. Yep. 100%. And uh, we love you, Naharika. All right, all right. I, wait, I just asked you, so now you got to ask me another one. No, because I got I'll, a good one. I'll ask you a similar question. Okay. What What's something from quarantine that you just can't believe happened? Like you look back and you're like, that was real. Um, how about quarantine? <laughs> Honestly, who would have freaking uh, thought? Well, we were talking earlier how like everything is a blip, like it's like so things that happened. Like let's talk about Tiger King, right? Let's it, talk about it. Tiger King, which I'm not endorsing. No, but I, I just will saw say, a meme yesterday of Carol Baskin, and I thought, who, this person's like, living in the dark ages. What are well, you doing posting it, this meme? What when I see that, I want to say, man, that's so two years ago. But no, it's so like six weeks ago. Yeah, which is just like how. Slow and fast time has gone is just bizarre. And so I don't know what day it is. I don't know any of that. So it's just it's just wild. But yeah, I, I would say the fact that that happened and the fact that now Carol Baskins owns Joe Exotics. She owns it. I know. Like, like that is a real story crazy. that that's progressed. Real. That's real. Anyways. I want to meet, I want to meet him someday. Joe that's Exotic. I w- you know, I'm sure you could write him a letter. I will. He's in prison, right? I will. Yeah. You can I'm write letters to inmates. Dear Joe. You can't see me, but I'm doing <laughs> He's probably Jimmy getting Fallon so right much now. fan mail, honestly. Dear Joe. Thank you. Thank you. Love Taylor. All right. What is your... Okay, this is a wild one. All right. I'm going to throw it at you. Okay. The, the craziest COVID conspiracy theory... Yikes. ...that is so out there that, that you've heard. Oh, man. Um, here's my thing, you guys. I'll, I'll steal this from Taylor. There's a little bit of truth in every theory, mm. right? Preach that. So, hard to say. There's a um, little bit of love in every heart. <laughs> craziest conspiracy theory that, something I don't believe at all. That's kind of what we're saying. Like, just outlandish. Yeah, it's so outlandish, but it could still maybe be true, but probably not. Um, <laughs> gosh. I would say, I mean, I, I don't know. It's kind of serious, but I just don't believe it. Like a lot of people, like just COVID being fake so that it would like line up with the election year no. and like mess with everything. Like just that in and of itself. I'm like, people believe that like the world really revolves around the United States and like, don't get me wrong. Thankful to live in our country, but hey, like, yeah. right. But I'm like, um, I don't think. I don't think that's it. And people get like so into that loophole. What's one that you've heard that is just bizarre to you? Well, I saw I saw one today. Like I saw a meme and it's this long meme and, it, and it's this whole convincing <laughs> thing. And then at the end of the meme, it says, this is a joke. I made it up. I Googled crazy guy face oh my and put it in this image. Stop getting your news from memes. And so <laughs> no, it's like, okay. and it's, and it's like some, you know, the, the thing about memes is there's a shred of truth, right? Cause in, or in the sense that like any kind of meme or any kind of stereotype there's, yeah. there's, it's rooted in some sort of believability. So the only reason some of these conspiracies or whatever it might be can go as far as they do is because there's some sort of attachment even if it's far removed from reality, there's some sort of attachment like, all right, 
That's probably not true, but it could be. Yeah. Because there's, it's in the realm of believability, even if it's totally not true. Yeah. And that's the hard thing, is we base everything that we believe on, you know, the nuance of what we see, and yet it's really hard for us to actually lean into, like, I want to actually learn and yeah. listen and hear and be informed and all of that kind of stuff. That's, yeah. I think it's hard. Very so. true. Okay, this does spark my favorite, my favorite type of conspiracy, which is not really a conspiracy, but the ones that are like infographic, like memes where it'll be like C-O-V-I-D-1-9 and they like cross out the V, cross out the 9 and like <laughs> drill the letters down and they're like 10 plus 1 equals 11 in the 11, in 2011, you know, Obama Just did wild. this. Oh, gosh. Those ones are my favorite. Here's what I think I COVID means. It. You want to hear what COVID means? This is straight from God. Christ. <laughs> Write o- it down, guys. Christ owns victory in death. Made it up on the Say spot. That. Isn't that good? What does Heck the 119 yeah. stand for then? What would be the uh, you know, scriptural connection? He would die 19 times for you. Oh. Mm, come on. Come on, somebody. Preach. Hey, <laughs> hey, if you guys are listening, make sure you send us a picture of your notes of you here's, writing here's down. Here's what we should Christ do. Christ would die 19 times for you. Yeah. Here's what we should do. Like the best, uh, what's the word? Um, not algorithm. What's the word? Like a uh, anagram? Any? Uh, oh, what? Oh, the, anagram. Is it? Where oh. it's like. The C-O-V-I-D stands oh, ac- for... acrostic. Acrostic. Acrostic, yeah. What's your best one? Um, send those in. Oh, All right, but we, we got to get to the, the real stuff because yes. we have an announcement that we yes. have to make here in a second, and we're already close to 15 minutes. What's uh, So this whole season, I'll, I'll ask you this. This whole season has been like a really wake-up time in a lot of ways. It's, it's, shaking, sure. it's shaking up everybody's normal from yeah. school to life to home to friendships to your phone. Um, and a lot of really important issues have come to the surface and been highlighted. Not that they just showed up, but they've been highlighted now. And so it's been a wake up call for a lot of people in a really good way. As much as God has used, I think some really backwards things to reveal some things that were backwards. Yeah. And, um, so what, what have you woken up to in a good way? Like what has God been stirring in you scratched at the core of your heart and said, Hey, I need you to listen to this, pay attention to this, lean into this. Yeah. I mean, I think for me on both an individual level and, you know, a church scale is just that, um, we have such a, really an addiction and just comfort, you know, we're so comfortable in our routine of what it means to kind of be a Christian and connect with God. And so I think on a personal level, it's just been super good, super healthy to step away from the routine of church, step away from the routine of life that I've always just known and been so ingrained with Hmm. to really question, yeah, why am I doing this? You know, am I, you know, doing this out of a pure spirit to connect with God? Or, you know, is there some other motives and tensions kind of linked in that, you know, maybe aren't horrible, but they're not, um, you know, just pure drilled down to that pure connection with God. And so on a bigger scale in the church, I think this has definitely opened my eyes to, mm-hmm. hey, like there's some changes we can make and those are good things. Like we don't have to be, um, you know, like nervous or hesitant to yeah. make changes to, yeah, that's great. Switch things up. Like, this is an opportunity. So I think that's been, you know, super big for me. Yeah, I. you said, you pointed something out that's really interesting because for me, I've been doing, I've been a part of Undivided before it was called Undivided, uh, back when it was real youth, since I was 13 years old. And so for a couple decades, I've been in this thing. And so talk about rhythm and routine and what I depend on for my week. 
um, it's important to me. It matters. And it's, and it's, I don't want to diminish that, but it's funny because rhythm can sometimes mask things that need, um, to come out. And when you get rid of the rhythm, as much as it might be, uh, withholding and pulling away things that still do matter, like worshiping together, that matters. That'll always matter. Um, hearing, uh, the, the word taught, all of those things, getting together with people, those are important things. Um, but the dependability on what that has to look like, A, that's, that mm-hmm. needs to change. It doesn't have to look like it's always looked. It's still important, but how it looks can change. But it also reveals like, hey, I had an unhealthy dependence on these things. Or um, this meant so much to me that I was able to go week to week, but then my, my Mondays needed, needed some more Jesus in them, so yeah. to speak. Um, and whether it be with my family, you know, for you, with your friends or with, um, just your own spiritual habits or things that God was knocking at your door in. And like, I, I know that there are things for Noel and I, like we were feeling midway through 2019 and COVID is what, what crashed that box and made us say, okay, it's time that we have to, we got, we got to start thinking about this. We got to start talking about this. We got to start answering these questions that we keep pushing down deep into us. Yeah. And so that's the blessing in disguise of it. Um, you know, and I, I know for me, you know, another thing that has been a really great wake up, um, and I'm sure you could speak to this too, is in that rhythm, it being taken away. Um, now that there's a disproportionate, fo- like the focus is taken away from what that rhythm was, there's all this margin now that, on a bad side can be, we can uh, shift gears really fast and, and get some whiplash, but there's been some really good um, exposure to some things that I think have been hidden, have been covered up, have been unknown um, within me, within us as a society. And I know when it comes to racism and injustice and more than reconciliation, but really working to see these things change um, it's been eye-opening to say the least. One of the things, though, that I've challenged myself with that is very hard is really getting – I can't remember. I think it was Smith Wigglesworth maybe said it. Um, you know, ministry people or just Christians in general should have the Bible in one hand and a newspaper in the other. Hmm. Maybe it was Tim um, whatever, yeah. whatever his face. <laughs> um, the one guy, Tim Keller. Um, and it's like – you got to be getting your news, but then you got to go to God and say, God, what does this news mean? Right. What are you trying to say to the church? What are you trying to say to me, Taylor? What are you trying to say to me, Michaela? What are you trying to say to me, Alex? What are you trying to say to me, Joe? Right? And it's like, what are you trying to say with this? Because it would be, it's been so easy for me to hear all this information and say, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do with it. Right. I actually had to like silence some of that so that I could, not because it was bad, but because I needed to say, okay, God, so what are you needing to teach me? And that's been a humbling experience because right. he's like, all right, finally, dude, like <laughs> what time is it now? Um, and so that's been hard, but yeah. that's been so good. What about you? Yeah. Yeah. I think similar things. I mean, the, the slowdown is a, you know, practical thing, right? We're in quarantine, all that. But, um, as Christians, we have this opportunity to take it to the spiritual level and being in the rhythm, being in the routine, the busyness, whatever we can often just opt out of the spiritual that's been there the whole time. And so, um, you know, it's like we have this time where we have no reason to opt out and every reason to opt in and to 
allow God to cut through and, and go deep into the places that we've needed to listen or, you know, like we've been thinking about addressing since 2019 or whatever mm. those yeah. areas are as individuals. So I know for me and a lot of young people, it's been a kind of a, I feel like a time of just, um, you know, it sounds cliche, but it is that self work where yeah. it's not looking to the organizations I'm a part of and how am I going to do all this good and make things better. And it's, Hey, like, here's my time to yeah. make sure that I'm right with God and do that hard self work. Even sometimes bringing up, you know, like past traumas or past, you know, things that you just haven't settled. That's really um, great. So that when the time comes to kind of take up arms again and Hey, we are go, we've, our, our routine is starting to come back or our rhythm is, um, maybe not back to what it was, but it's new, it's fresh that we can go in and actually be a whole person mm. and really be operating in what God's called us to operate in. I that's know that's, really great. that's for me. Like if I, uh, just kind of breeze through this time and never went introspective, um, I feel like I wouldn't be, you know, doing what God's asking me to do. And, and mm. I totally agree. I think it's allowed us as a society definitely. And I think it's completely driven by God to open our eyes, at least in the United States, mm-hmm. to a lot of the systemic racist issues that have been present for so long. And so yeah. for a mass majority to have a wake up, um, at least from my perspective here in the Northwest, I feel like it's a mass majority. Maybe it's not that way in other regions, but, sure. um, you know, a very widespread awakening all at the same time. Wow. Like that doesn't just happen. You know, God's hand is in that to allow sure. people's eyes to be opened and um, allow, you know, justice to begin being woven in with um, grace and, and with what God's already been speaking to people. So mm-hmm. I'm, um, definitely right there with you, just ready to continue to kind of take a look in mm. the mirror yeah. every day and, and not just be like, well, we did it for a couple months in quarantine. Sure. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm ready to go back. Well, that's the, the, the whole posture thing is I think what God would be saying to us would be, you know, because how easy would it be for us to follow the pattern that the people of God have for right. thousands of years, which is get woken up, yeah. return to God, have a repentance moment, which I think the church at large is is in many ways having that right now, and have this moment, and it's awesome. God's really using it to turn people and, and steer hearts, and this is great. Yeah. And then get comfortable in that. Not change the posture of our hearts. And find ourselves years down the road, having maybe moved it an inch, but really not changed anything from the inside out. And I, I think that's so huge that we stay in a posture of listening where like what I know today, I didn't know, or what I knew last week, I know more, have better perspective on it than, today than I did last week. Yeah. But what I knew last week was better than what I knew the week before. And so over the last five, six, eight weeks, and even over the last three months, I would say there's been a progression of learning. And I kind of like, if I liken it to a hike, which I'm not a big hiker, and you get to this part where you're going up and it's like a three mile hike or something. And I think I remember maybe it's Mount Si or Little Si, one of those ones out in North Bend. And you go up and there's this, there's a couple parts where you're going for a while and you get to this place where it's a little bit of a downhill and you go through these... And it's almost relaxing, and then you start to go up again. And I think in some ways that's what's been happening. It's like, all right, hey, I did some work, and I'm learning, and then, oh, wait, no, there's still more. But I needed to get here to get to that down, that downturn or that moment of clarity. Okay, okay, that's good. And Now I'm resting in it. Now I'm thinking about it. Now I'm letting it kind of 
settle. Oh wait, but I'm not done. Yeah. And I think that's the paradox of it is that's my word paradox <laughs> is let's settle in it, but then let's not settle in it. Yeah. Let's, let's learn, but let's not stop learning. I think that's one of the things that Paul said to Timothy and all of the young guys that he would mentor in the Bible is, you know, keep that posture of learning, keep that posture of like, you're still a student. And as much as you're teaching people, you're leading people, you're leading your friends, you're setting an example. Don't stop learning. Don't stop yeah. leaning in. And, uh, and it's not just with this, this is a moment, um, but it's also for longer than the moment. And there are so many other things. And, um, but I, I really believe that God's knocking at the door of the church and saying, Hey, if you wake up, not only will I, you see great things happen, but I'll use you to do great things and to accomplish my will on the earth. Cause that's going to happen either way. The question is, do we want to be a part of it? So I'm excited so for true. what's ahead. What are you excited for as we wrap up this uh, 27 minutes of gold? Oh man, I am excited really to, uh, just, just see people, um, kind of come back to a place of community where mm. even we can get in more conversation with people about, you know, this type of thing. Like, yeah. Hey, what have you been experiencing in your, you know, ups and downs of the hike? Where's God kind of been leading you on your personal journey while we haven't been kind of in that spiritual practice together. We've yeah. been in our spiritual practices alone. Yep. And so I think coming back together, I'm honestly just excited for that community aspect to kind of reconnect with people and see totally. where people are at, what they're feeling, where God is leading people collectively. And um, yeah, I mean, I think that leads into kind of our announcement. That's oh, heck yeah. Coming up here. Should we do it or should we just make him wait? Yeah, maybe we shouldn't. No, let's yeah, do it. Let's, we'll do it. it. let's do it. <laughs> Drum roll. <laughs> uh, it probably sounded so horrible. <laughs> we're, we're getting back together next week. UD we're, is back. Is back, baby. UD is back. Back, baby, back, baby, back. I, the, baby, back, there's baby, no, back. There's no, like, woo Chili's. to happen in the background. Other than UD is back. What, what, We're doing UD. Uh... Starting next week, summer, summer nights. nights. We got summer nights. nights coming up. We're gonna be outside. We're gonna have s'mores. We're gonna be doing worship, preaching. We're getting together. The whole band is back together. The band is back together. The band. The Joe uh, so Bros have reunited. Heck yeah! And <laughs> we'll be outside, and we'll give you more information. We're gonna announce that this week. And so obviously, we're not together tonight. If you're listening on Wednesday, uh, but we will be back starting next week. And. Uh, we're doing this through the month of August, and so for the next six weeks, and of course, things things are changing all the time, but we are pumped to be together, and uh, we'll be outside, so we'll be able to be distant and, and have a blast, get together, maybe even eat some food, roast yes. roast some schmallows. We're going to roast everything. Roast everything. Well, I'm going to roast you, too. Yeah, we're going to roast you. I'm going to roast you. there. <laughs> You're so dumb that I don't know. I can't think of a good joke. <laughs> no, you guys, I can't wait for summer nights. We're even we're even gonna have something. We'll explain on Instagram, so stay tuned. But we're gonna be having summer nights VIP. Oh yeah, and you there are may not be one. There could be like ten summer nights VIP. I'm sure uh, there, there could be fifty. But I can't wait for all that's gonna happen. These next six weeks are just gonna be ultimate fun reunion. But we will. Just really get back to doing community get together and like Taylor said, having having the food, having the fires, all the fun stuff. But Heck yeah. also having service, having UD and being together. And we're just going to pray 
that it doesn't rain for six Wednesdays in a row. Oh, it's not going to. That. I already know. I God told that. me. God yeah. told me. He said, Taylor, 100%. I need you guys to get together. It's been in the and so, And this is what it sounds like, in case you didn't know. Okay. I need you guys to get together, and uh, so I'm going to make it not rain on Wednesdays in particular. Say that, God. I'm not a, I haven't decided on Thursdays and Tuesdays and all those days, but on Wednesdays, it's not going to rain, dude. So you got it. Go for it. So that's what he told me. So it's the word of the Lord um, for today. So next week, we are back together. It's going to be an amazing time. I'm, I'm so pumped. So uh, make sure you share this. Make sure you subscribe, rate, all that good jazz. And uh, we're going to see you Sunday and next week, next Wednesday. Boom. Roast all right. <laughs> Love you guys. We will see you at summer nights. Peace.